Get it together, you asshole. You do this every week. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it down for a second. That was um, that was also the song of a Brian Brian Adams song, nineteen ninety two. Was it now? Hold it down for a second. He sang with that raspy I highly, voice. I highly doubt it. I, yeah, I highly doubt that's true. I was telling Dave. I think that was a live in Japan single. That was just a one off. <laughs> that was just a one off thing there. Am I audible to you guys? Is that yeah? Mm-hmm. Right. Sex good. farm was big in Japan. Spinal Tap's recording a sex farm. So Spinal what do you say we go into a Japan? <laughs> That's it. You get by the grace of your hand. You're gonna come back and okay, bring now. us to life. Bring Should us I, to life. Mic? Hello, check. We can hear you. Mic check. Okay, I just don't know how to use a microphone. You sound <laughs> loud and clear. I oh, I don't hear myself. No, that's good. Directly myself. right into it. That's exactly how that microphone is. Right there. Can I've you guys hear me? Myself. I can hear you fine. Oh, okay. And I, I can just can't hear, hear myself. I guess. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's weird because you are yourself, and it's oh. Uh, is that what you. it is? Well, no, you're louder than your headphones, am if I, that makes sense. Am I this oh, guy yeah. talking? Because it's talking, the same frequency. Talking, is this my talking. voice? Mm-hmm. I guess, oh, I can. I guess it is. Is this live? Just losing it. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm talking. I can hear myself now. Okay, quit talking got over it. Quit, yeah. quit, talk, quit talking, talk, quit talking over me. Check, <laughs> check, check. I live in the existential void of Every nothing. time I talk, someone else is talking. Do you guys listen to that one episode where we were bullshitting for like five minutes yeah. <laughs> and then Chris put it on? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was the good. best. <laughs> Rock and roll. I like that. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. He's I like, I didn't Serge is like, uh, I need to get on there. It wasn't last week. It was the week before. Yeah. Serge is like, uh, oh, we need to get a, uh, a, a podcast before the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. A pre-pee podcast. We do. Yeah. Pre-show. The pre-show. Pre- pre-fights. Pre-lamps. What you didn't know is that Chris has probably been recording this the whole time. The entire time. Nobody fart. (laughs) Anymore. (laughs) Again. Any more than usual. (laughs) Any more than natural. Where are we at? 6.53. All right. Let's do it. Ready? It's Friday. It's another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. And uh, Chris here as well as Dahlia. What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? And our special guest this week, Aaron. What's up, man? Hey, hey. LJ. Good evening. And Charles. Oh, hello. And we got lots of great things to talk about this week. Lots of crazy things happening. Uh, New music coming out this week. We'll get to that in just a bit. A couple of the headlines in the rock world, though. 21 Pilots breaking a new Billboard chart record. I thought this was worth talking about. (laughs) We were talking about the track and kind of... Uh, mm-hmm. What you know, Charles? What What are your opinions on this new stuff here, Dahlia? As I well? like it. I love it. I love Twenty One Pilots. Me too. I I saw the video for Jumpsuit, and I saw the video for Nico and the Niners. I don't think that I saw the video for the song you were referencing. What was that track? Oh, Goner. That's from the last album. Oh, but I can't. Oops, sorry. Well, no worries. Oh, don't worry about it. You know what? Daisha told me to keep my phone on because she's tired of texting me. <laughs> and if there's an emergency. Damn it! She needs to get a hold of me. Um, You're it's a called, good pre-father. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this the song is called "Goner" and it's on the it's song number fifteen on the last album, "Blurry Face," and it's so dope. Okay. But this uh, I, I like this new stuff. I like uh, Twenty One Pilots. They're really good. They are. I agree. Well, this new chart record is uh, with their new single "Jumpsuit." The song reached the number one spot on the Billboard's alternative song charts in just two weeks. The first time that's happened in more than a decade. The last time that was accomplished was by Green Day in 2009 with the release of Know Your Enemy. Mm. Uh, it took about two weeks to reach that top spot. So it just shot right up there. It just kind of shows, I think, how rabid the fan base is and 
how they're interested in this new track. Well, yeah. it's two guys. There's yeah. a yep. drummer and then the lead singer who does keyboards and right. whatever else. So They're great live, too. I, yes. And there's not 21 of them? <laughs> <laughs> there's not 21 pilots flying around the whole stage the whole time? You, know, you would think that that would be like more like a barbershop like quartet type thing you know like 21 pilots uh-huh. all singing in a row <laughs> oh, but, yeah. the naval it's like the naval uh, vocal chorus or something yeah 21 exactly. pilots <laughs> or, uh, air force vocal chorus yeah they're good not a lot of people doing that type of stuff right now you know yeah they're, they're different un- yeah sound. i think that's why For they sure. stand out right yeah yep. uh and they back it up with the live performances Oh yeah, so that's really important. And they days. play a lot of instruments. the The lead yeah. singer plays multiple Multi, instruments. Yep, multi talented. The, the drummer. Uh, I don't know if you've seen these videos, but the drummer he has this platform, and he'll have the audience support him on this platform. Right, uh, and he'll go drum, out into the crowd drum and play. Surfing, I, I saw that. Oh yeah, it's so it's so cool, so cool. That is very cool. Yep. Uh, all right. So moving on, another headline. Uh, first photos revealed of this Chris Cornell statue that they're. Uh, been in the works i guess for some time and finally some first photos have come online shortly after his death uh in may of last year his widow vicky commissioned sculptor nick Maras to create the life-size bronze statue showcasing uh him in one of his iconic poses hopefully it's better than uh, i love lucy and uh cristiano ronaldo <laughs> one. <laughs> I don't think i saw those bronze ones later. yeah uh, all right so what do you guys think oh. check it out here's the photo how big is that it looks pretty it's good. life-size it's a life-size uh, Where statue. is it? In, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, yeah it, it will be. Um, okay, so it says, hold on, let me see. She's donated the figure to Seattle's Museum of Pop Culture. So not Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. And it's in his hometown of Seattle. Cool. So. Nice. Uh, but that looks pretty good. Yeah. It, it looks it, like it was whittled from wood. Yeah, it's it does. so <laughs> legit. So it that's, it's so like. shiny. Is that clay? And then they coated in bronze is that kind of how it works i think there's a there's a process on top of it or something yeah well there's a process they use to put the epoxy it's called outshined that's the (laughs) process and it look look at look at his face you can only do it on a black hole sun exactly what it is exactly (laughs) probably it's like sculpted and then they make a mold of it and then and then reproduce it oh man it's pretty good metal coated with bronze well hopefully hopefully it doesn't fall on black days hopefully (laughs) and then it would shatter yeah it'd be like a rusty cage you know (laughs) you wouldn't want that uh all right moving on Allison Chains, Jerry Cantrell released a new solo track. Uh, I'm going to be playing this on the garage tomorrow, so make sure nice. you guys check it out. It's called Setting Sun. He recorded it in L.A. with uh, producer Mike Il- Elanzando, who's also worked with 21 Pilots, which we were just talking about. The song is the fifth release in this series of tracks, so it's part of this new uh, Dark Knights metal um, uh, soundtrack that they're doing. Remember we were talking a couple yep. of weeks ago, uh, a lot of these uh, Dark Knights from the Marvel comics, I believe, Yep, uh, they're going to be doing the soundtrack where a lot of these prominent artists are contributing music to it, so uh, pretty cool. So uh, it's uh, d- the deluxe hardcover issues, one through six, of Dark Knights metal is uh is already out so if you guys are interested in that check out the comics i love that i love that that they're in like being inspired by a graphic yeah novel and they're series. getting some really good artists to do and they remember we played the chino moreno uh one from the deftones yeah yep. he did a solo track for this and now it's uh jerry cantrell and they're getting some really good uh, so artists cool. to make these uh, great tracks so i think it's pretty cool um all right speaking of new stuff rob zombie apparently announcing he signed a deal for a new album to be released next year though he says quote i think it's the best record we've made parts of it are the heaviest parts of it are the weirdest it's the most complex record we've ever made but at the same time 
It's always very catchy and listenable, hmm. but our most intricately intricately structured record, end quote. Nice. So what do you guys think about that? Mm. I think he looks old in I'm that picture. About it. <laughs> he does look old, right? He looks old and tired. Well, but I mean, he that's is old and tired. <laughs> Honestly, the last two solo albums from Rob Zombie really haven't done anything for me, so I'm hoping that this is maybe a kind of a a, uh, a change of course for him. I don't I know. D- I, just, I loved White Zombie. I know. Every, you know? Yeah, everybody did. It so was a good band. What happened to White Zombie? Well, it's kind of like probably what happened with Smashing Pumpkins, right? Like, yeah, lizard people. <laughs> lizard people. <laughs> and it seems like Rob and maybe like Billy Corgan are kind of like very controlling, kind of egomaniac type oh, of guys. Sure. That they're like, well, fuck you. I don't want you in my band. If you're not going to do what I say, then I'll get someone else to do it, right? Yeah. So I could see that kind of happening. And I don't know. It seems like they just don't want to always be like a, a greatest hits kind of band that plays that era and that style the grunge shit that we all grew up on and and know and love from these bands they're trying to do like new stuff now with electronic stuff and right you know I don't know and it's uh, some of this Rob Zombie shit's hit or miss when I don't know when it comes to that makes good movies though yeah he's a good director that's gonna be coming out soon too yeah but his music is uh, uh, yeah I would say his independent stuff has always been kind of subpar like I would say his, his the best stuff came from White Zombie and then yeah, just you know, like with a lot of same bands. thing with mm-hmm. Billy Corgan, in my opinion, too, with the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, Wait, he had independent stuff. Yeah. Oh God. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh dude. Was he just screeching into a microphone? You didn't miss much. Let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um, all right, so some other rock headlines. Foo Fighters were joined by Joe Walsh on the stage. You remember last nice. week we were saying he was joined by John Travolta? That video. <laughs> yeah, that's right. John Travolta did. They did. Uh, You're the one that I want on there from Greece and stuff on stage. It was I ridiculous. missed that episode. Are you serious? Yeah, we played it on awesome. the YouTube video, and John Travolta's there with his uh, like jean jacket <laughs> on stage and shit. Mr. Carter. Someone else's slick back here. <laughs> yeah. uh, Greta Van Fleet's going to be performing. They actually performed yes. last oh. night. It's actually since we're recording this tonight on Thursday, July 26th, they're going to be performing tonight. They're going to make their debut. On national television tonight, they're going to be playing their new single, When the Curtain Falls, which we debuted last week on cool. The Garage. It's going to be cool. So make sure you guys check these guys out. Nice. Uh, if you missed it. Uh, you know, um, you know when, uh, when I remember when Baby Metal uh, made their American debut on oh, the yeah. Stephen Colbert show, you showed me, and I've been a diehard fan of Baby Metal ever since. Yeah. The, watching... I, I I think there was some sad news about that. Uh, that yeah, band. One, of, one of their guitarists, the guitarist died, he died right? Yeah, yeah in, he in died a freak recently. accident. Oh, yeah, oh, he, right. okay. So check this out. I mean, Baby Metal is like they're rising in popularity. They've been they rising. really were. They make good music. It's genuinely good music. But it's like also this whole show. It's like yeah, a theatrical. It's a show. Yeah, exactly. If you guys have never seen it, it's these two type of Japanese girls, and they're like almost yeah. dressed like almost like anime style Japanese girls. Yeah, and they do singing and dancing. Yeah, but I've then they have a straight up metal band okay. behind them, like, like it's wow. yeah, like uh, a, yes, serious, metal band. a serious metal yeah. band, mm. and they're good and they're technical. And but yeah. then they have these girls that kind of do this show, and it's all in J- Japanese. I yeah, think Japanese. It's, yeah, it's Japanese. Yeah, and there's three of them, and they all um, they all oh, have that's like right. these, there's three these cool names. Three girls. Yeah. Well, their guitarist went to go to this um, 
to this astronomy thing. Like he went up on this big thing to go, you know, look at this giant telescope, and he ended up accidentally falling off the ledge on the side of this oh, and this no. big, beautiful Oof. kind of astronomy thing, and that's how he died. Wow! So it was like a freak accident, wow. but this guy was like amazing on the guitar. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, still a good band, and hopefully they. I don't know if they're going to carry on. Still, I don't know if. Uh, have you heard any updates? Oh on yeah, that? yeah, they're coming out with new album and oh, everything. Okay, well, yeah, cool. they have Check to move on. I mean, popularity, right? Um, speaking like, of going into that, yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of Dave Grohl, just a minute ago, apparently he's gone ahead and recorded this. Remember, we were talking yeah. about this maybe a couple weeks ago. He wanted to do a 25 instrumental piece where he plays every instrument on it. And apparently, he, he while it's he amazing. recorded this, he literally ran from one instrument to the next and kind of did this 25-minute-long um, track. And I don't know. Yes. I guess it's going to be coming out later this year. He says to the Chicago Tribune, quote, when people ask me, why are you doing this? I'm always <laughs> like, I don't know, because I've never done it before, <laughs> end quote. So, awesome. Uh, it's also He also added, it's just the challenge of doing something new. That becomes your energy, and I think that that's kind of cool, you know. Like you get excited about doing stuff that's never, you know, trying to do something interesting, right? He's the yeah. evil Knievel of rock. <laughs> he is. He is. That's yeah. a good one, dude. That's a good one. You know, he inspired me as well. I think next weekend I'm going to do a 25 minute long video where I where I run from from musical instrument to the next that I don't know how to play. There you go. So do it for 25 minutes. Of me. That you might have something. Awesome. <laughs> may have something. It'll be like. Like Kanye's new album, it'll be wonderful. <laughs> you just yeah, you chop it up into seven minute segments and there you go. Exactly. <laughs> My next album, get it done in one shot. <laughs> one shot, twenty five minutes solid. Just hit record. Whatever happens, happens. I'll call up Trent Reznor and I'll be like, it's an AP, goddammit. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Dave Grohl's uh, gonna hear this and be like, oh yeah. He's a big Kanye, fan of the show. Kanye, don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so, hell yeah, Vinnie Paul died. We all know that last, uh, what was it, two weeks ago? Uh, June, well, no, actually quite a bit ago now, almost a month ago. June 22nd, he passed away at the age of 54, ex-drummer uh, from Pantera and Damage Plan. Well, he's in a new band that was called Hell Yeah, the guys from Mudvayne are in it. Well, oh. everybody's kind of... Wondering because Hell Yeah was scheduled to play Aftershock this year. They canceled that appearance. So everybody's wondering, are they going to continue as a band? Well, there's this new rumor now where, look at this Wikipedia page. Somebody what found is that. that. Well, somebody uh, circled it and sent this to uh, the Hell Yeah's official page. They're like. So if you're not seeing it, like somebody took the page, they used the, uh, the uh, <laughs> editing tool. Mm-hmm. And they drew red lines around. <laughs> they and circled this guy's name. Yeah. WTF? It's okay, the editing from uh, the iPhone when you <laughs> it screen is. cap it. It's yeah, <laughs> you can do a little scribble. There. I was thinking the snippet tool, but yes, it's the same. Yeah, it all looks the same. <laughs> they this screen. They screen cap the Wikipedia page, which says they have a drummer named Dan- Daniel Davison. <laughs> and Daniel Davis, somebody was like, well, "Who the hell's that guy?" Uh, apparently, Daniel Davison was the drummer for Every Time I Die, and he laughed. Uh, Lest, uh, excuse me. He left the band last fall, declaring that the group's touring schedule wasn't sustainable for him. So I'm kind of wondering if, like, it's a member from Every Time I Die that's playing a prank. And oh, yeah. When edi- edited the Wikipedia page. Because mm-hmm. anybody put can him do in it. there. Because mm-hmm. anybody can edit the Wikipedia yeah. page. And so I wonder if that's kind of like almost a prank or letting the cat out of the bag, like, kind of screwing the band in a way and yep. kind of saying they've already moved on and, uh, you know. Why aren't way more Wikipedia pages... 
all fucked with then if it's anybody that's could do it. what i was they going are, they to are say are they, they, they are quite a bit actually. i did not know that those were editable yeah, yeah. Oh, for they sure. are and they're they get wikipedia fucked with on a weekly, is daily basis. Yes. Well, that's, that's the thing though is yes. as much as you people want to edit and fuck with it there's people that are there you have to have a source and that it's well you, know, you have to have a source credited. to back it up you have to yeah. put an art link it to an article mm-hmm. link it to some kind of published work mm-hmm. that that has that's backing up what you're saying otherwise you can't you know, you can't you can't use Wikipedia as a source if you're writing like a college paper. Right, you're not allowed. Right, yeah. There's yeah. this whole plagiarism thing. They should really well, protect these sheets. Well, <laughs> Put yeah. them in protected status. Yeah, and then the un- like if that's, they do like an unprotected but that's, part. We should make our Wikipedia page <laughs> for the Garage Rock oh, Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it'll be open to be edited by the public. Oh, but yeah, that'd be fantastic. No. All right, Charles we'll, just volunteered himself yeah. to create that. Right, Thanks, we'll say, Charles. We'll say Aaron is a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> the size of just a like Jesse Ventura from oh. Predator. <laughs> Not the uh, nice. You, I like that. You I got, got it. Oh, nice. I got it. <laughs> Nicely done. All right, guys, check this out. Look at this sexy guy here. Ooh. Brian Abrams, look at him now, though. He looks all cold in that uh, picture. Uh, Brian Abrams. Who is that? This is the guy from Color Me Bad, the hit-making R&B outfit. What happened to him? <laughs> you know what? He wanted know. to sex you up. And, <laughs> Ew. And it just didn't happen. Apparently, uh, the singer and founding that member... That guy's not sexing anybody up. Like <laughs> Mark Calderon uh, belted out the final notes of the group's iconic song, I Want to Sex You Up, founding member Brian K. Adams, though, strolled on stage. He, uh, he apparently left left uh, the stage. He wasn't happy with the sound and came back at the end of the show and shoved his bandmate on stage. We were just watching the video, <laughs> and he shoved him pretty damn hard. Like He just walked yeah. out there, and he didn't really say anything. Apparently, like when he pushed him, he said... I'm motherfucking color me bad yeah, to the I'm crowd. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that was a solid blindside yeah. push. It was a solid. It was. He it was, was in the middle punch. of like saying like, Sucker "All right, you thank you, good night." Ah! Yeah. Keep in mind, yeah. it looked like they were playing for about thirty people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. It did. Yeah, it was sure. pretty it bad. Like a freshman dance. Oh my god. Yeah, you had a a sock hop. Sure. How the how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Please, please a if, sock hop. If, look, look up pictures of this guy. Audience, look up pictures of this guy before and tell me I mean, put it on our Facebook page whether or not he perpetually looks like he's slightly cold. <laughs> just, sh- just if you could find it, just send us pictures on the link. Ah, good stuff. Oh, Alright, new music this week. A lot of new albums coming out today. <gasps> Daughtry! Daughtry's <laughs> new album, Cage to Rattle, Boz Skaggs. Out of the blues, what the hell has Boz Skaggs been doing? Wow. I don't know. He crawled out of a rock it's and been came alive out with a new album. Uh, Dee Snyder from fucking Twisted crawled Sister. Out of wow. Rock. Dee Snyder has a new solo album out. It's We're not going to take it. Called For the Love of Metal. So check that out. Face to Face, great punk band. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hold Fast Acoustic Sessions coming out today. Hailstorm, their new album, Vicious Kenny Chesney. There you go, Dahlia. Song for the Saints. R.L. Grime with Void. You know that she's dating Elon Musk? No. No, that's Grimes. Oh, Grimes. Grimes is a dude. Oh, okay. But Grimes. shout out to Elon Musk. Grimes, the uh, the wow. artist, is dating Elon Musk, though, really? right? Yeah. Yeah, she's like a total experimental, like she's almost like a Bjork type of uh, oh, nice. artist. Like, I don't know. She's pretty wild, right? Yeah. I was seeing some pictures of her in the in, in the media with Elon Musk. I'm like, damn, that's a fucking weird couple right there. Yeah, like, she was on Twitter today defending well she's like kinda defended his Republican uh donating and then she had to back that up and like, Oh, I didn't do that. Uh she was in some controversy today over that relationship. It's kinda weird. Right. Weird. 
Well, uh, so yeah, so R.L. Grime, my bad, uh, has a new album. Shout out to R.L. Grime. Uh, Shadow oh, Party, yeah. new album, and in Underworld and Iggy Pop. That's huh. pretty kind of cool. That's a pretty interesting uh, collaboration. Underworld did an album with um, David Gilmour from, uh, from Pink Floyd a while back, where it was like an electronic nice. kind of hybrid thing, and David Gilmour did some vocals and guitars on it. And I imagine maybe this is kind of the same, same deal. It's called Tea Time Dub Encounters. With Iggy Pop and Underworld, so maybe I'll throw that on the garage tomorrow too. That sounds pretty oh, interesting. Oh yeah! All right, so coming to the trivia on this day in rock history trivia, guys. Nineteen eighty-six. Oh yeah, I was six. The stage is set at a concert at the fi- the Forum in Inglewood, California. <laughs> a shirtless man with a cowboy hat goes to the center of the floor section. And stabs himself repeatedly with a hunting knife. Oh my god! But survives. What band was playing the forum that night? Oh, before we answer, can I give a shout out to our sponsors? Yes, please do. <laughs> okay, this day in rock history uh, is sponsored by uh, Ball Jack, <laughs> <laughs> the juice that gets your balls jacked. And, also, uh, <laughs> also uh, sponsored by Crow Milk. Yes, uh, or yes. Fight Milk. Fight Milk. That's right. Fight Milk. Uh, that's yes. also made with crow eggs. I, I like Crow and, Milk. Uh, <laughs> Crow milk, fight milk. It's basically the same. It's made with the egg of a crow. Yeah. Uh, gets you to fight. Absolutely. It's, it's good stuff. We like that. <laughs> yeah, we're get, we're doing a, a boxing expo here coming up pretty soon. Uh, so make sure you guys... Tune in. Keep, so keep an eye out for that. So scarecrow and go mm-hmm. get you some. <laughs> uh, all right, so what do you guys think? Uh, what, what band was playing that night that the dude stabbed himself uh, oh on the floor section? Was it A, Butthole Surfers, B, Judas Priest, or C, The Cure? Well... The Cure scene sounds like the most emoist thing to do at a Cure concert, right? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> like, stab yeah, myself in front of everybody, but I don't know. But then, um, I then it's a toss-up, though. Like, if you're not to make fun of depression, it's either, if you're crazy, it's either Judas Priest or Butthole Surfers. If you're depressed, it's The Cure. I feel like I, I remember Butthole Surfers being in the media around that time for some, I mean, I was like, what, a couple years old at That's that time, my pick. Yeah. Butthole surfers. Yeah. I say, um... I don't mind the sun so, sometimes. Right, yeah. There you go. The, um... <laughs> I know it's going to be stuck in my head. Song. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I think, like, the cure... I think the cure, you, you, like, you would have the knife and you would just lift it up and you'd be like, but Friday, I'm in love. And then you just don't do it. And then Judas Priest, I think you're just too kind of This angry is also a shirtless angst. man with a cowboy hat. And, oh, butthole surfers. So, then. I mean. Yeah, butthole surfers, 100%. Yeah, that's think about that Because the, well. the lead singer, the butthole surfers, didn't he do, like, the whole cowboy hat for he, he, a lot? He used to wear a cowboy hat sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right, so yep. that's your guesses are all right. Butthole surfers. It was <gasps> actually the Cure oh, on this day, wow. July twenty seventh at the Forum in nineteen eighty six. Played with Oingo Boingo. Yeah, Oingo Boingo was the opening band. Was it on that's a Friday? That's Danny Elfman's band. If, if no one knows, um, look yeah. it up. Danny Elfman. So here's the clip Oingo I got Boingo. from the Los Angeles Times after the thing happened. It said, "Quote." A man stabbed himself repeatedly in the chest and stomach with a hunting knife What in what police said would appear to be an attempt to impress a girl at a forum what? rock concert. Check this out, baby. I'm dead. Inglewood <laughs> <laughs> police and security guards uh, rested the weapon from the hand of Jonathan Moreland, 38 years old, administered first aid until he could be turned over to paramedics right. who took him to UCLA Medical Center for treatment. He was reported satisfactory condition bare-chested and wearing a cowboy hat and jeans amid the mostly teenage crowd that had come to hear The Cure, hmm. a British band. Moreland told police he wanted to impress a girl named Andrea, 
of suicide note was found in his truck parked outside the arena. Wow. So this lady was actually at the show, and she posted on a Cure fan message board. She says, here are the facts. It was a seven-inch hunting knife, stood in the center of the floor section, repeatedly stabbed himself in the chest with one final thrust before police jumped in. He was not a Cure fan. He was a cowboy-looking dude. 38 at the time, picked the biggest event happening that day in L.A. to use as his grand exit, didn't care what it was. Hmm. He survived. He left a note in his car who had just uh, to his girlfriend who had just broken up with him. They'd probably been arguing for weeks on who was the most depressed out of both of them. <laughs> I know, right? And he was like, I am C. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Impress you now? <coughs> on this day in 1987, so there you go. Uh, sports Minute. There wasn't a lot of sports news this week. Uh, I don't know if you <laughs> yeah, guys... Yeah, look at that. It's one thing. <laughs> I don't know if you guys had anything that you wanted to bring up, LJ, Aaron, uh, but uh, 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 apparently the only record-setting thing that was newsworthy this week was this uh, new pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals, Daniel Ponce de Leon, Fake threw name. a no-hitter for seven innings against the Cincinnati Reds, and he threw 116 pitches. Uh, apparently it's the first time since 1961 to hmm. carry a no-hitter through seven innings in an MLB debut. Nice going, Ponce de Leon. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I mean, there's a lot more behind that. That's kind of weird to me that they would do that to someone, but... What's that? What do you mean? Uh, to pull someone out when they're in the middle of a no-hitter. Oh, why Why they pulled him? Yeah, but the thing about that is the next day he goes, they sent him down to the minors. And I don't understand. I mean, let him get his no hitter. <laughs> so they took him off. The, what do you mean? They took him off the team after that? What no, are you talking he, about? Well, yeah, he was on the team. He's still on the team. He's just in the minor league team. Not he's not on the. All right, he, that happens so, a lot with the Giants in the in, in Fresno and the Grizzlies. You'll see like who's that panda? Well, the Gri- Grizzlies I now are the Grizzlies. Astros. Uh, yeah, the Astros on they, him now, huh? Yeah. A couple oh. years ago, I think two years ago, they went. They're now a farm team for Astros, not Giants anymore. Oh, and, which is weird. Uh, Astros is weird. are actually doing very well right now too. So that is, I mean, yeah, I'm just blown away by the fact that if I was in the middle of a no hitter, I mean, I get the pitch count thing, but it's a no hitter. You don't get to do that every day. You know, you just, if you're in the middle of a no hitter, you let that go. Yeah. I see, I don't know how baseball works. I know, like, I watch a lot of basketball. I know basketball. They have those like half contracts where they'll oh, pull the two way contracts. Two way contracts. Yeah. They'll pull up the guys from the G League. Sure. You know, and split their time between the NBA games and the G League games. You yeah, know? is this similar to that? It, I mean, that's how baseball is. Baseball is every anybody you can send down your biggest starter down to the minor leagues. Um, the two way contract in basketball, you get two, every team gets two players, right? And you they get to play forty games, uh, forty one games pro forty. Okay, wait, one question. So when they say they make their major league baseball debut, yeah. they're not technically on the team full time. So they probably needed a pitcher and pulled him up. Right, and it turned out, and that was his debut happened, night. Sure. Happened to pitch a no right. hitter, and then he had to go back to his normal job. That's okay. why I say there's a lot behind it because it's like, well, we want to make sure he won't, we don't want to huh. injure him. He's at 160. So people pitches, are saying also that it could be a fluke too. That I mean, they yeah. pulled him out so early, didn't let him do the whole thing. And but, but if you I have mean, 160 pitches, it's a young arm. He's in your farm league. He might be a tradable asset, especially around this time of year. You know, you might want to just be trying to get, save him. But I would just be so upset to. Even though I'm a, a commodity, like I know I'm a commodity, like let me get my no hitter. Yeah, let me do leagues. my thing. And then you get to sit down to the majors the next, the minors the next day. It's just like, ugh. It's, this sounds like a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be it. Yeah, could be it's super comeback. Be. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, speaking of movies, moving on to movie, TV, and entertainment news. Equalizer two. Equalizer. Me and Dahlia saw this over the weekend. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah. Anybody else seen it yet? No. LJ, uh, no. I'm gonna wait for the Blu-ray stream. I just rewatched the first one though the other day. <laughs> yeah, the first Equalizer. That's free a good on one. TV. Uh, but <laughs> this was good. Apparently, it beat uh, beat out Mamma Mia with thirty five point <laughs> eight million. Uh, Mamma Mia's second one, uh, thirty four point four million. Um, Mamma Mia. What's it was Mama okay. Mia? What's Mamma Mia? That's the one Meryl Streep and Cher. Oh, yeah, And they're, they're like in Greece. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. an ABBA musical almost. It's an it ABBA, is. yeah, it ABBA is. musical. That's right. Uh, Deja watched it and said it was complete and total garbage. Mamma Mia? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah. She Did like, she watch the new one? No, she oh, okay. won't watch the new one because no, she said yeah. the first one was just horrible. She said... Was she all like... Mamma Mia. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I know, right? Mamma Mia. It's a horrible movie. She was like, I'd rather punch myself in the face than watch uh, the second one. Dude, this looks sick. All right, so this is the new, uh, we're watching the trailer here for the new uh, film. It's called Mid-90s, and it's a directorial debut from uh, Jonah Hill. And uh, it's pretty cool kind of throwback film. A lot of people were saying it almost looks like it's even filmed in that kind of area. Oh man! So, what are your guys' kind of impressions, Dolly? Uh, what do you think here? I'm so all about far? it. Yeah, I, I, I well, would like to watch this. Yeah, this is reminding me of being. Uh, he's our age, so it's going to be a year old. Oh, this looks. Yeah, oh, this this some, looks right down. Like this, it's right down is, our alley. Yeah. Oh, it's this, got some notable people. Gerard finally, Carmichael. Uh, apparently, one of that. I think that dude uh, is from that Odd Future Wolfgang. Oh no, he's. He's not in, but he's in a he's an illegal civ- civilization skater. Um, oh, okay. Just please his name now. The dudes that hang with um, like Tyler the Creator. Yeah, they're all out there on, in LA. Yeah, they're all LA kids. So yeah, it's pretty cool. It looks to be the directorial uh, written and directed by Jonah Hill. So uh, it's called Mid Nineties, and it's going to be coming out. Uh, I don't know when. That right. was that was when I was a teenager, man. Yeah, I missed the nineties. I think I was, we were all. And I was a skateboarder. I was a skater, too. My All through from when I was 13 till I was, like, 20 years old, I skated. And uh, and that's all I did. Like, I skated and I played guitar. That was it. And hung out with my friends. Yeah. Was, I, like, I wasn't a skateboarder, yeah. but I was a, did my rollerblades, yeah. played guitar, I can still to crazy music. I oh, can still I still have a board. I can still get up and ollie and ollie and do Gravity all that stuff. Gravity 180s. Me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, it looks like I was never uh, good at technical shit, though. Co-produced by Mikey Alfred, who's the owner of a Illegal Civilization Skate Company. Oh, okay. There you go. All nice. Crew, yeah. I'm trying to remember that skater's name. He's one of the dopest kids like, out there right now. Please don't make it like kids. Please don't make it like kids. Everybody's yeah. saying it's like going to be the new kids, and I don't oh, think man. I don't think it's going to be that sexually probably nah, explicit you can't crazy. Get to that level. I don't think so. I mean, that's a whole different universe, kids. Yeah, I mean, I've seen kids, you know, a couple of times, and I actually have used kids to scare, you know, people straight. But, um, but it's, it, you know, hopefully it's got like kind of some funny elements. Dang it! Uh, maybe it's got like some really cool, serious elements. Just, I just don't want it to be because kids is like one of those movies. I was like, ha ha ha, and you know, I have no legs, I have no, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, this is disturbing. Yeah. No, yeah, that was totally yeah. different. I think this one too focuses on the relationship of him and his older brother. Apparently, like his older brother's like not really abusive, but you know, like a bully kind yeah. of older brother. And uh, also, he kind of just kind of shows him about life and different things. So I think there's that kind of dynamic to it that they're trying to do in the movie, which is cool. It's kind of different. Way cool. Uh, it's, I'm definitely – I know a lot of people that are going to see it because 
you know, I, I still have friends from, from back then, and we kind of grew up in that culture. Uh, it's coming out yeah. October 19th, uh, uh, so I found that info there. I'm so yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Yep, big time. Uh, so there you go. Uh, also, Glass, did you guys see oh, this? God, I don't know. Yes. Uh, you remember the film Unbreakable oh, love with that Bruce movie. Willis right. and Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. Ugh, well, so good. finally, we're getting a sequel to this uh, with Samuel L. Jackson coming back. Bruce Willis as well. It will be directed by M. Night Shyamalan and will feature the return. Shyamalan. Shyamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> uh, so, what? oh yeah, and splits uh, James, uh, James McAvoy, which is a great actor as I, well. I love Unbreakable so much. I think, and, and M. Night, I think M. Night Shyamalan, I think after Unbreakable, he, he fell. I think he was good up until Unbreakable and then after that, everything just yeah, kind of went. fell off. Yeah, but Unbreakable was like, I think the pinnacle of what his year movies. year was that? Uh, I think it was 2000? Shit, I don't know. 2001? I have no concept of time anymore. I don't know if anyone can look that up, but I I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know about a sequel, though. I mean, leave it as it it is. They kind of left it a little open-ended, and the the characters are still alive. So so. it's a superhero movie, though? Yeah, it is. And Samuel L. Jackson plays someone who's like got these bones that are like glass, basically. Mr. Glass. Yeah. That's a good thing. And then Yeah. And then Bruce Willis is like the opposite, right? Yep. And and so I don't know. It's have a glass jaw isn't usually a good thing normally. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one, I'm, now I'm in, now I'm intrigued. Oh man, Un- and you know what? His it's because he can't really do anything, and his bones break so easy. Like everything goes to his mind, and he becomes like this super genius. And that that's like his superpower is like Daredevil. Like Daredevil or, doesn't have or, any. Or uh, what about Mister X or whatever um, Doctor X or something from the X Men who has the wheelchair and he uses his mind? Oh, Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. Well, well, he has a mutant power. Well, but still, it's kind of similar in terms. Yeah. of It's focused on his mind. He has no physical kind of you know movement, yeah. and, and so everything's kind of focused in mind. a cerebral type of thing. You Maybe know, the next one, a uh, glass blower gets a hold of him, makes him into a <laughs> giant bomb. <laughs> <laughs> makes all his fingers into little pipes. Wait yeah. till Jonah Hill gets a hold of that. There we go. Oh, well, there's, Franco. Yeah. there's a, another <laughs> funny uh, stoner movie idea thing that we're going to talk about here uh, in just a bit. But real quick, Robert De Niro may join the Joker movie oh. starring Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, it's Todd Phillips' Joker. He's going to uh, take on a role of a talk show host, which sounds kind of interesting and a guiding force into the development of this movie. Oh, he did that in Casino. He was a talk show host for a little while. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Joker. Yeah. Yeah, the um, Joker. Have you seen any uh, it might work. info I mean, on this? The, the Joker, right? This yeah. is the Joker movie. Jared Leto. Uninvited. So who's Joker? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Jared Leto's always invited. Yeah. Not on this one. <laughs> did we bring that up? That was sick. That was we bring that up? We did. We talked about it a while back when it was. <laughs> this uh, might work. Yeah, yeah. This might work as long as that. Yeah, we're saying punk Joaquin Phoenix is a crazy, that. crazy yeah. Dude, oh, he's, he's just crazy. He would be a good it. Joker. Yeah. He would be a really good Joker. As long as that yeah. punk son of a bitch Zack Snyder has nothing to do with this movie, it'll be good. Yeah, because um, he is. He, in my opinion, look he like has it. fucking ruined the DC movies. It's Todd Phillips. So Todd Phillips is at the helm of this. Robert one. Robert awesome. De Niro doing in there. Uh, he's going to play a talk show host. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. he's just going to play some random role. Of hey, talk you show fucking host. Joker. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> looking at me, Joker. <laughs> What am I funny? And then Joe Pesci's going to be there. Yeah. What am I funny? My funny guy? My clown? I amuse you? you? <laughs> uh, good stuff. Have you guys heard about this uh, controversy with the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, director yeah. being fired? James Gunn mm-hmm. apparently wrote and directed the last two films for Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, over 10 years ago, he tweeted like some stupid pedophile pedophile humor, uh, humor uh, about rape, about um, racist stuff as well. 
and and so it kind of surfaced and people were like kind of calling him out and a lot of the cast is coming to his defense like Zoe Saldana, Chris Pratt uh, all these people are saying um, you know basically they support him and saying that it was from 10 years ago when he was a younger person in his teens and he's grown a lot since then so what do you think about that now that we're living in the social media age uh, and you have this kind of history maybe when you're a teenager you said some dumb stuff like we all did when we were that age. Mm-hmm. Imagine coming back to haunt you ten years later when you're a director of a famous movie. Yeah. Now, how old is he? Uh, probably in his late twenties. I'm not sure exactly how old he is. I think, he's, did, I think he's late thirties. But did anyone okay. make any jokes about pedophilia? No, well, no. He Pretty had some dark sure humor. He had, he had dark humor. You know, he uh, he he. Um, okay, so look at here's his quote that said in part. Many people who have followed my career know that when I started, I viewed myself as a provocateur making movies, telling jokes that were outrageous and taboo. I have discussed publicly many times as I developed as a person, so has my work and my humor, end quote. So, I mean... Right now, everyone's outrage is valid at what the issue is, but it's also retroactive. So it's kind of like, if something happens in your past, let's bring that up and be mad about it. But Call it out at the time, but not 10 years later? Yeah, well, there's no parsing of like the fact that he's been a human being for... One, he's a human being. We all fucking make mistakes, but it's been 30 years. Fair or enough. 20 years, you know? Um, so I think it's been understandable only... Understandable. Well, it's been like 10 decade. years. It's, it's been, been only about okay. 10 years. It hasn't been that long. Yes. Just, just to be clear. So you guys think there should be a statute of limitations on... Yeah, well, that's the discussion. Is Should there be? Because, I mean... Right. Well, when, when's it, when's it you, cool to say, ah, oh, he that's so long ago, he's probably a better person now. You kind of in the public in the public opinion, you know, you have to kind of prove yourself over again if something like that happens. Oh yeah, fair or enough. Unless you've been out in the past and like, hey, we understand that he's not like that. He just maybe have been like that before. It's weird. It's just everybody, you know, obviously rapes. Uh, there's no statutory on that, as we see with Bill Cosby. But I mean, a joke. Well, actually, is, no, that's you know. not true. Uh, the only one that could be pressed was the one that happened the most recently in 2006. It was still under the statute of limitations. But mm-hmm. all the other ones, they still filed their complaint, even though that the statute of limitations ran out. Yeah, on it doesn't hold oh. up in the Supreme Court. It doesn't after hold up in federal X court. X amount of years. Not even just Supreme, it's just federal yeah. court. Well, the court of public opinion is a motherfucker. Well, and that's the thing, right? That's what we're talking yeah. about these well, days. I know the, the, the person who's showing like the most animosity right now in the public eye is Roseanne Barr. Because she's kind of like, hey, how can you let this guy say these things? But, and this is a big but, um, she you know, not only did she say them recently, she said she said some pretty horrific things knowing that it was a very tumultuous climate and that it would incite things, you know, when that the things that she said now. Sure. And, um, and you know, all of the people that support her, by the way, they simply forget all the horrible shit that she did in the past. You know, the, 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 the horrible picture of her with a Hitler mustache, like baking cookies yeah, that you know, look cookies. like people. Right. And like the horrible performance that she did in National Well, and this guy's actually like, like a psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. This and guy's actually coming you know, out and saying, I was wrong. I, I said these racist things and I'm wrong. Yeah. She's not even doing that. She's not yep. saying she was wrong. She's saying, oh, I thought she was white. Here's an excuse. Blah, 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 blah. Here's an excuse. Here's an excuse. Yeah, exactly. That's the difference. She's not owning up to it. That's the Difference. I mean, people just want some atonement, but at the at the same time, it's like if it's a repeated offense, it's like we don't even care that you've apologized. Whereas this guy, it's not like it's always happening with him, and that's his forte. You know, it's just kind of he's progressed as a human being, and Roseanne hasn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. I, I think it's 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 different, you know. And a lot of people can be like, "Well, you're just being a hypocrite," and it's like, no, you know. I mean, 
uh, again, she hasn't apologized. I mean, she did. She did make a half-ass apology and then turned it around like an Blamed hour it on later. The drugs. Yeah, it on exactly. The drugs. And then she tried to say that she thought she was white, and it's like, yeah. I, give me a break. You yeah. know who Valerie Jar- Jarrett is. She was just, in the administration yeah. for years, and yeah. you all know who she is. Just anyway, take the L and then move on. Yeah. Just take the L, and move on. Speaking of moving on, Chris Hardwick, uh, he's going to return to AMC after they t- laid him off for a little bit, put him on uh, the back burner. Um, they investigated a lot of this stuff. Apparently, they have faith in him. Uh, uh, so does his, his current wife. His uh, mom came to his defense as well. So he's going to be returning as the host of Talking Dead and Talking with Chris Hardwick. Yep. So, um, and we were go. smart to reserve our, to all reserve our judgment on that sure. when we when we did it. We were smart I to mean, be you like, have to be. Hey, you yeah. never know. And you, yeah, you can't let the court of public opinion are automatically paint you as guilty right away. Yeah, but check his comments and see. <laughs> <laughs> See how that went. Yeah, big time. Good grief. So, did you guys hear about Demi Lovato? She recently Baby overdosed. Girl. Um, oh. Overdosed on heroin. And apparently, she refused to go to rehab recently, continued to party. Um, uh, apparently, uh, it says that her refusal to seek help may have been behind her split with longtime manager Phil McIntyre a few months ago. Neither of publicly said why they parted ways, but he was reportedly behind the intervention. She is also reportedly headed to rehab now after the (coughs) overdose of heroin this past Tuesday. Heroin? Okay, so there was a retraction, and they said it wasn't heroin, but they haven't said what it was. It's either fentanyl. If it's not not heroin, it's fentanyl. I guarantee it. I mean, she's not doing too well, though, so shout out to you. I hope you get better. I can't picture her putting a needle in her arm, but... I can't picture her even being drunk or you know tip like she's just such a nice person in 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 uh yeah in public you know it's weird to see that but i mean that's addiction that's you know addiction's a strange uh, enemy of what do you think dahlia um well it's sad for her you know she didn't see all the videos of what heroin does to you you know she got yeah. caught up just watch unfortunately movie. yeah and i don't want her to end up like amy winehouse and several others Fucking yeah, like here one day this, and gone the next. People do this shit and then everybody sympathizes. Oh, I hope you get better. And yeah, she's and not that. gonna get so. better. She's gonna have many. She's already got it in her blood. Yeah. And apparently, she's gonna have many, many years of struggles be now. You know. And apparently, they wanted her to go back to rehab, and she said, "No, no, no." <laughs> And, and she and she and come like all jokes aside, <laughs> go to rehab. After the joke, all jokes aside. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. jokes aside. Yeah. She put a song out. Come this, on, people. She just put a song out this year. Yeah, it was sober. called re- oh, "Sober." That's right. Yeah, it's called "Sober." It was about her falling off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, is this talk- a publicity stunt? Uh, I hope not. Uh, speaking of publicity and all of that, we were talking a little bit off air earlier. About uh, the Instagram influencers and now how they have to make their ads explicit on Instagram to make sure that they know Hashtag that ad. They have to put that on there on all of their ads um, when they're showing off stuff. So the top 10 Instagram earners, Kylie Jenner at number one Ugh. with 111 million followers. She gets about a million dollars per post. Who the fuck is Kylie Jenner? Kidding me? Uh, who cares about Kylie Jenner? I know, I know who she is, but she's got the lip kits. You I, know? She, she has done nothing. She's done nothing. Uh, Selena Gomez. She's so smart because she hasn't two. had to do shit. No, she's not smart. And look at her sister on the that bottom. Shit. The bottom. Uh, yeah, how is she, she was, smart? She's been yeah, a she kid on the had, damn show, and she hasn't had everything a, handed to her. God, I call it smart because she hasn't had to do a goddamn thing. I think it's. Bullshit. Oh my haters god! Get, haters gonna hate. <laughs> you know I don't. I don't hate. Litter, 
let her be glorious in her I'm not fame. I, don't, I just want the truth. Yeah. I just want the truth to be told. I don't hate on her money. I just hate on her very existence. <laughs> <laughs> Why, God? <laughs> All right. Some of the other ones. Selena Shout Gomez. Scott, 139 million, 800,000 per post. Cristiano Ronaldo, the soccer player, at 137 million oh, he followers. Made the cut. At least 750,000 per post. You got a better bronze statue now, didn't he? I hope so. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, uh, 114 million followers, 720,000 per post. Beyonce, 160 million. So, I mean, they're all like over 500,000. Where is this Beyonce? money coming wow. from? Dwayne advertising? Johnson. Yes, advertising. advertising. That's what we're talking about. Hashtag here. ad. Big time. When advertisers give them something like, say, a pair of sneakers or a car or something, and they Instagram it. Is there a cap on how many posts you can do per day? Because I'd be no. like posting every minute. Probably not. I uh, just made $20 million. Okay, I'm good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Supposedly Kim Kardashian just did one that was like super huge. Like it was like a record breaking. Like yeah. she put like two words and showed something and it was like 1.3 million or something. It's crazy. Ridiculous. How do I get in on this? I know. Right? We're, we're heading that way now. <laughs> <laughs> by, by Like maybe five or six episodes from now, we're going to be like ball jack. And we're going to all individually get like $60,000. Fight milk. Crow milk. <laughs> Crow milk. <laughs> Subsidiary. We need a picture of somebody like milk. milking a crow. Milky we also have higher end brands using vulture eggs and. <laughs> yep, exactly. Vulture milk. Do you like? Do you like the power of crow milk? Do you want more power? There's vulture milk. Power. More aggressive. Yeah. More aggression. We'll pick the innards out of your energy and express it. <laughs> uh. All right, sorry, Chris. Sorry, sorry, Chris. We can talk about crow milk if you guys want. We can keep talking about crow milk. I know, I mean, they're our sponsor. We better talk about crow milk. (laughs) How much we get for each time we talk about them? (laughs) One crow egg. One crow. Thank you, God. Shout out to anybody that can crow milk after they listen to this. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds is producing a no film called Stoned Alone. And it's going to be like Home Alone, and Robert's break into a house, and the dude's like a stoner. Nice. Bojack Horseman. That's my type of movie. Set to become the first Netflix series on syndicated cable. (laughs) Oh, so that's going to be. It's uh, a good series coming out later this year. Oh yeah, Charles. Yeah, Yeah. it really is. Right after the season twenty-two premiere of South Park. Who's making that movie? Does it say? Stoned Alone. Fox and Ryan Reynolds. Hey, have you seen it, Dahlia? Have you seen BoJack Horseman? I saw the previews. It's on... Netflix. Ne- oh, it's on Netflix? I yeah. thought it was on... Is it sponsored um, by BoJack Horseman? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was on Adult Swim for whatever reason. No, no. it's It hasn't made its way there, but um, it's it's a it's a damn good show. It's okay. really good. And it's not like... It's not like a family guy kind of quirky kind of comedy show. I mean, there's like very serious aspects. I mean, it's silly in its own way, but... You guys... It, it, we're still on BoJack Horseman, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Okay, that show is great. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's a man who has lost his way as an actor in Hollywood and is rich but cannot satisfy the yearnings of a human being. Yes. And the fact that all these characters are animals is fucking great. Oh, it's hilarious. Because it, everybody gets to be different and have their own quirks that they would as an animal. Right. But, oh, God. It's amazing. I'm going to have to yeah. check it out. Yeah. It's a great show. It's been on for a, quite a while now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that character, I mean, a lot He's of people relate to some. Everyone relates to somebody on that show. It's just, it's great. Yeah, big time. No one's having a good time, but it's awesome to watch. <laughs> hmm. Speaking of that, have oh, you guys seen the new gosh. Sasha Baron Cohen Showtime oh, series? I can't genius, with this show. Genius, genius. Seen some stuff. 
Man. It's crazy. I can't it's believe. It's gotta be all scripted. That's what? what? I'm like, no, he's was American. It has to be. No fucking you way. can't no. get these people no to say the way. new. That That's Republican. what sucks about oh, America is nobody, either you're that dumb or you can't wrap your head around these guys. the fact that there's people on this planet that are that fucking no. dumb. Don't you hear what he's saying? Yeah. And how he's posing these questions? Yeah. yeah. That one Republican lawmaker. I would be like, no comment. Pants. You're a fucking joke. I get it. Yeah. You know? They're so easy. In, in their own zone well, in their own it. world that they're happy to ha- entertain any of that bullshit yeah. it's bringing it to light that how these idiots are, are running shit you know what I and mean and how yeah. they feel if they're in a comfortable setting like how they look, can let it all hang out yeah, and start saying all this th- racist shit we think they're smart because they're born into politics and they got all these opportunities but they're what most were of they them are saying about us kindergartners or a puppy, oh yeah puppy pistol they, and all that they wanna they're yeah. down yeah. he proposed uh, he proposed uh, giving kids training to yeah, with hand and they were and they were like supporting it. I was like, "Do you hear what you are saying right watch, now?" That's watch a great this idea. one, Dahlia. I mean, this guy, this is Jason Spencer. He was I've a, watched them all right well, along. This guy, <laughs> this guy, Jason Spencer, it's unbelievable, is a Georgia politician that actually resigned this week over this because he had so much pressure after it came out. Oh yeah, yeah, we uh, watched he he the fin- other day. he oh. finally resigned. Uh, and okay. amid this pressure, oh, he, and he was, what was he? He's a Georgia uh, House of Representatives yeah. in the oh. House of Reps. House for of Georgia. Reps. This guy is a fucking nutsack. He's like, and, and this, he shows his nutsack. And this is where I drop my mic and leave. The, I do these not. These are support. the guys that are running the country. This guy right here, you know. Yeah, and it's and all just his buddies, and it's uh, it's unbelievable. So. Fucking idiots. Yeah. It's it's good that he's putting them on blast though, and and making them and making them known, uh, well known. I think that these yeah, people it uh, needs to happen. Yep, because they just. I mean, I can't believe how far they've, how far it's gone. You know. Yep, I agree. Uh, all right, first beer that's brewed from cannabis. Check this out. This is a new uh, beer that's going to be 100% brewed from cannabis. So what he's saying it's different. Most of the beers on the market right now are brewed from barley and infused with marijuana oil, right? So that the beer of his company, Province Brands, has created a brew from the stalks, stems, and roots of the cannabis plant. Oh, wow. Using nugs as hops? Yeah, if brewed alone, it has a broccoli taste, it says. So he brought on a chemist to create a recipe that uses hops, water, and yeast, along with cannabis, creating a flavor that he describes as dry, savory, less sweet than typical beer. Hmm. It's non-alcoholic, but it does get you high, and it says it, it, it acts pretty quickly. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, it sounds like it gets you fucked up and tastes like gravy. I will stand <laughs> to it. Let's go. Sometimes cooked broccoli smells like farts, though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, hopefully... Hoping they change the flavor. There's a like one bit stinky beer in a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check this out. I thought this was interesting. I didn't know this about Uber and Lyft that okay, a driver could say that you threw up in their car and charge you a fee for that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently, these guys, Uber and Lyft, have been suspending a driver in St. Louis who was uh oh well this is different this is actually uh there I saw that story too this guy live streaming his yeah he was live, live streaming him on Twitch he was driving around without their consent they suspended yeah. him for that oh wow uh he was live streaming it on Twitch but actually i think there's another one uh here where the uh the Lyft drivers can actually charge you um oh here you go $150 
uh, $80 to $150 after falsely reporting that the riders vomited in their vehicles. So say you're getting a ride home from the bar, you think everything's cool, then you wake up the next morning and you got a charge saying that you threw up in someone's Uber car, and they charge you. What they're doing is they're taking fake pictures, like they get a picture of vomit in their I car. To, I had one of those fake vomits that you throw on the ground and trick your parents. <laughs> you ever have one of those? <laughs> I had a turd too, dog turd. Yeah, my son has one of those. Oh yeah, my grandma. I had a funny story about that. Is that I I put a fake turd on the edge of the toilet seat. It was yeah. a rubber turd, <laughs> and my grandma actually flushed it down the toilet. Uh. She she thought that we you know we were just we left that it there. That was my prank <laughs> turd, oh, grandma. Just, she it thought, oh, I'll, just, I'll flush this down the toilet, and <laughs> you know, and we're like, Grandma, where's that? Where'd that fake turd go? We were trying to pull a prank on you, and she's like, Oh, I flushed it down the toilet. I'm like, Oh my god! What a soldier! I would have called all you guys in there, but I who know. is responsible for this? Yeah. Oh my god! Who that's did? that's why you start taking real shit <laughs> in random places. Just that's the ultimate prank. Oh, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, okay, so apparently uh, radiation from smartphones could trigger memory loss. They're saying, I mean, that's I guess that's not really a, a big headline, but um, I don't know. I mean, what did you just say right now? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> it's all about the uh, earbuds, baby. Could go hand in hand with the legalization of marijuana. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Memory Smartphones loss. and legalization of marijuana. Kind yeah, of. these teenagers with their marijuana, devil's lettuce, and their <laughs> headphones. Uh, did you guys see this crazy uh, Google Translate thing that uh, had this bizarre message? If you type in dog 22 times in a row and you translate it from the West African language Yoruba to English, it says, quote, Doomsday clock is three minutes at 12. We're an experiencing characters and a dramatic development in the world, which indicate that we're increasingly approaching the end times and Jesus return. What? <laughs> it's true. Wow. If, if you type in the word dog 22 times in a row and change it from West African language Yoruba to English, it says that crazy Wait, thing. So you mean like in the Google search, you just dog, Google dog, translate. Dog, 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 dog. Oh, translate. Google translate. Like oh, if you're translating okay. from one language to another. Oh, uh, we might have Who to try that. Who in the hell did this first? Who figured it out, right? What are you doing with your day? <laughs> Probably whoever programmed the damn shit did it. Nobody ever hit on it, so he released it. Probably. Ah. Check this out, guys. Ah. What? Probably. You know, when I, uh, at, at one of my last jobs, um, I used to send these emails out and they'd be very professional to like 350 people. Yeah. And then I would do this little thing where I would take the, like at the font and I would put a secret message and I would make the font like a, like a 0. 0.5 oh, yeah. to where it just looked like it was a little line in the yeah, bottom. Yeah. And somebody caught me after like months, <laughs> uh, months and months. What I would say, like, what it say? I, I didn't do anything offensive because of course I get fired, but it was just nonsensical stuff. You know what I mean? I'd be like. You know, rabbits parading in blue sunshine and stuff. Like, I would just, whatever came to my mind at the time. But, you know, the the email would be like, listen, uh, you know. If you can read this, you're a loser with nothing better to do. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. And it was funny because I walked into his office. His office is like two football fields away from my office. So I walked into his office and he was like, I see what you did there. And I had no idea what he was talking about. Because oh, I had done it so many you know, times. The I'm on to you. Yeah. I'm on to you. I'm on to you, Charles. Uh,. Check this out. I thought this was kind of cool. Plastic uh, packaging is going to be made from crab shells and Ooh. tree fibers. That's apparently the new trend. Uh, here's the thing. They say that it actually is better at keeping out oxygen compared to typical plastic wrap. Oh, cool. You crab. don't fucking say. Crab yeah. Wrap. Oh. Right now, the biggest challenge facing the researchers is finding an economical way to scale up production before food manufacturers agree to adopt the new technology. Oh, but wow. 
So that's instead, kind of cool. Instead of chicken farms, we're going to have giant tanks. Crab, oh, yeah. Crab, well, I mean, we're already throwing. Farms. Imagine how many crab shells we throw out, you know? Like, yeah. right? Yeah. And it all depends on where, like, what season it is. That sounds like symptoms of an STD. <laughs> <laughs> crab yeah. shells and tree fibers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look at that picture there. Donald Trump's uh, walk that. on the Hollywood, uh, the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame has been destroyed a number of times since he became president. Well, the latest one, uh, check this out. It was a guy uh, that brought out a pickaxe from his guitar case and smashed it. Uh, Well, here's the the funny part, though. Um, He called police on himself, was arrested, and uh, then shortly after his arraignment, Clay's $20,000 bail was posted by James Otis, who previously vandalized the star with a sledgehammer and pickaxe <laughs> wow. in November of 2016. So he bailed him out, this other guy that already did it. Wow. Squad. Whole squad. Nice. <laughs> I thought that was pretty awesome. Whole squad with me. Uh, so good stuff. Okay, so yeah, vomit fraud. That's pretty much it. That's it for the week. Uh, vomit fraud. Here on The Garage. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow for our new episode, all new music off those rock and alternative specialty charts every Saturday, 6 to 7. Stream us anywhere, anytime, 1057thebear.com. And, of course, check out our podcast for you, thegaragerockshow.com. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash thegaragerockshow. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out this week. Sit. Vomit fraud. <laughs> <laughs> By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at the garage